Hello, this is Peter Stewart on Twitter. Thank you, Twitter Stewart. T-W-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R. Will someone feed that bird? Thank you. Get out the trill. Not lip trills. Thank you very much indeed for listening to today's episode. We're talking about Mike Fright, nearly the end of this particular series of episodes before we move on to another topic to help you get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice. Of course, confidence is something I've said before can only really come when you do the job. It's fine to go through the motions, the visualisation techniques, to have a play in the studio, to feel comfortable, to know your script, to know where you're going and to know the people you're working with. But actually, there's nothing quite like that red light going on that means that you can actually put into practice in that situation what you've been learning before. Overcoming a fear of failure comes from experience. You're miles at the mic. You've heard of air miles. Perhaps we should be talking about on-air miles. When I was still at university, I would spend hours on hospital radio. And if you're listening somewhere else in the world where you don't have hospital radio, I think it may be an almost uniquely British thing. Yeah, general hospitals have a team of volunteers very often who run an internal radio station uh, at the hospital. It used to, years ago, just be kind of plumbed in. You'd literally have to put a a headphone socket into the wall as you were lying in bed in, in, in hospital and you would be able to listen to the piped music from the radio station down the corridor or in another building. And volunteers would come and they would ask if you had a request or if you wanted to say hello to somebody or that kind of thing. It was a way to have bedside visitors. It was a way for you to have your favourite tune on the radio. It was a way for you to have some information about your local football team or some local news about where you lived because, of course, hospitals usually based in neighbourhoods and communities that you know. Hospital radio. Uh, Now, very often, they're on FM uh, receivers and transmitters on hospital grounds. Sometimes they've turned into community radio stations for the whole area, for the whole town. Yeah, We also have student radio uh, stations, which I know are similar to what is elsewhere around the world. So when I was still at university, I would spend hours on hospital radio and then my local commercial radio stations, sometimes just sitting in a studio, just seeing the layout, playing some songs and jingles, uh, seeing what happened and why when I pressed different buttons, not the on-air ones, putting up the microphone, talking up to the vocals, that kind of thing, seeing how I sounded. I became comfortable at the controls. And later, I had tricks that I've passed on to you in the past to help me sight-read, such as reading the credits to a TV show out loud, talking over the start of a song to hit the vocal post, listening to the news, repeating the scripts kind of parrot fashion a second after they were uttered by the professional. All these, as well as other exercises that I've spoken about in this series of podcasts, are what I've practised myself. I've also made radio programmes for family and friends, scripted and recorded a radio soap opera in which I played all the parts. I know, (laughs) doing different voices. (laughs) I think there is only one cassette of that and it's under lock and key. When I got my first professional radio job, I presented Saturday afternoons 2 till 6 
on the speech station, Sunday mornings 1am to 6am on the chart music station, Sunday afternoons 2 till 6 on the oldies station, as well as being the network newsreader on two of those stations on weekday afternoons. I put in my air miles. I learnt my trade. I built up both my experience and confidence in a variety of ways, on air and off, to help me achieve my role. All skills improve with practice. There's no mystery to mastery. It's doing the same thing over and over again and then stretching it, doing something slightly different, trying yourself out with what-ifs doing some podcasts, having some dummy runs, having your time at the mic. Experience is the body realising that if a situation produces nothing dangerous, then adrenaline has been wasted. So the next time a similar situation happens, it'll produce slightly less of it because it's learned that it's working for nothing. It's a process of involuntary learnt response, similar to the way that you probably don't feel nervous about driving anymore, that kind of thing. So... One way to gain confidence, one way to lose your nerves, one way to crush mic fright is to earn your on-air miles. Of course you're going to be nervous to start with, but you won't be in the future. I can almost guarantee it. Tomorrow. We've been talking about looking after yourself. We're going to be looking tomorrow at looking after and looking out for each other in the broadcast, podcast and voiceover business. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>